Welcome to Printing Profits. All right, look, I'm going to say some words and I want you to try not to freak out. Okay, here we go. Artificial intelligence. Everybody still good? See, that wasn't so bad, was it? Because whether it's ChatGPT, MidJourney, or some brand new AI rolling hot off the presses, everyone has an opinion about what the future has in store for humans and technology, especially when it comes to print-on-demand and the world of e-commerce. But for my next guest, using AI to its full potential is absolutely necessary to start printing profits. Hey folks, I'm Talaj Suffer, and today I'm happy to welcome back Christina Umerez to the show. Last season, Christina was the first guest that we had on this program, and she talked about what it was like to get a successful print-on-demand business off the ground. But since then, she started using the help of AI more and more to run her online store, which is why I'm excited to talk to her today. And just to let you know, she's also officially become a POD mascot for a lot of people online, especially for anyone working towards having the freedom to travel around the world. Christina, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for having me. So you've been a POD veteran for anybody who's, who knows you for a while now. What was your first reaction when you started to get an idea of just how much of an impact AI was going to have on running your stores? I think it depends what came out. I remember when some things like the first like description writer came out, that was something it was like, wow, this is amazing. And then when I started seeing the like the ability of being able to create designs with AI, that was one where I was like, oh my goodness, where is this going to go? And that one kind of was like, I don't know what the future is with just how crazy AI can get. So what was your like immediate reaction? I mean, I know you said that it was just you know, the first thing that you saw was the description writer. So was that the thing that was taking up a lot of your time that now you felt like you could automate with AI or was it, was it coming up with the designs? Was it creating those mock-ups? What, what, what was it that stood out to you in terms of like the work that needed to be done that this AI could help you with? Yeah, I think the description writer, it was the first one that I saw any movement into the print on demand industry. I think this was the first one where I was like, oh, this is like super cool. Um, Cause you could just like put in a few of your keywords and it would write up your SEO filled description so that you didn't have to spend time doing that. And that one was the first like time saver. Um, and the first one that I kind of like dug into that didn't overwhelm me. And then I started playing with mid journey a little bit later. And those ones were so much more complicated learning prompts. Um, that took me a long time to get a handle on. So that one was the one where it was like, ah, I don't know if this is for me. I'm going to get past. Um, now I've played a lot, um, with learning prompts and trying to get ahead of the market by using AI in my store. So I see it as also a benefit, but it definitely was terrifying at the start when I was like, everyone's going to pass me because I'm just not getting a grasp on this AI prompt thing. Did it feel like a gimmick at first? I mean, I know that when I first started using mid journey, I thought, okay, well, this is cool, but, uh, (laughs) did it feel applicable, or did you feel like there was still some work that you had to do? Like, okay, cool. This AI product is, it's writing these product descriptions for me, but did you have to come in and finish the job to a certain extent or, or did it just give you a perfect kind of description every time? 
Yeah, no, it was more of like a template, I'd say, that it would give you that you could edit, which is really helpful when trying to explain like writing your SEO um, sentence for your description, like helping my students understand what they should be writing and editing it, but it definitely was not um, perfect. So it definitely worked out as a guideline, I'd say at first. And then again, when I was trying to create designs and stuff, it was just like they, they weren't things that I could imagine actually on a shirt. I could see a bunch of people talking about it, but I was like, but I actually sell these. I don't see this selling. And that was kind of my thought around this at first is like, people are going to talk about it. Um, but I don't actually see these being bestsellers at all. That was my first impression when I was seeing some of the designs coming out with AI and some of the mock-ups as well coming out with AI. I kind of wonder, do you think that these tools now are useful to a certain degree or, or to, to, to anybody who's new to print on demand or say, for example, uh, for a veteran person like you, you don't need to use it at all because you're, you you kind of know the work already. Do you think it's useful for, for newer uh, merchants as opposed to veteran ones or like yourself? I definitely think it can help out. The problem is exactly that. If you don't know what you should be doing already without AI, you're not going to be using AI and leveraging it in the right way because you can have it write your whole descriptions, but I've seen what it writes and it's like that. I'm not going to copy and paste that and use that as my description. I'll have it write the first, maybe two sentences for me. But even then I've kind of written my descriptions so much. Those first two sentences that I have my own structure that I like to use that sometimes I can write faster than, than it takes to ask AI a prompt and then edit it from there. Um, so I think you need to know what you're doing to understand if AI is helping you or if you just started because you read AI is going to change this industry, but you never actually studied how to make it successful without it. I think you're at a disadvantage. So if you were going to pitch some tools right away that some people could try to start using to automate their workflows, uh, what tools do you think uh, merchants should keep their eye on? So one of my favorite things to use is still just ChatGPT. Um, one of the things that has helped me the most, and again, this is something like you need to know print on demand already. It's a simple prompt, but what I usually ask it is, say I want to create a swimming shirt. I just asked ChatGPT, write me 10 text ideas for a swimming t-shirt, and then I see what it pops out. And I can write, make them funny, make them inspirational. Um, and then right there I get 10 text ideas for my shirt, which is not a shirt at all. I still need to create my designs. Um, and I don't think AI can really do a full design for you. It can help you with elements, but asking it for ideas like that is something that I think has benefited to be the most. You, you mentioned that you talk to students about this a lot. What's your, what's your response when you hear the fear uh, from, from other merchants or from your students in print-on-demand or e-commerce who are kind of have this mindset of this like, oh, AI is coming for, for our jobs kind of thing. How do you address those fears with, with the people that you talk to? I think it's staying on top of AI. So that's something I'm always doing is staying on top, but again, still having that in-depth knowledge because I can tell when something's AI generated, um, like the mock-ups are very obvious. The, um, designs are very obvious. I've tried to create AI designs. Um, it does not work out. And I think that's what people expect. They're just going to hit, make me a swimming shirt and it's going to pop out 10 swimming shirts that you're just going to pop on a t-shirt or sweatshirt and it's going to sell. But I don't think those people who are just doing AI 
or going to be successful versus the people still who know it and can just leverage it for these little things, I think that's where you're gonna have the most benefit. So I don't think it's just someone who's never studied this is gonna come out ahead of you. Uh, as long as you are knowledgeable and still keeping up so when there are some things that could help you out, um, you're leveraging it, but it's not relying 100% on just AI. What's that gap then? Like, what, what's this gap that you think that, uh, that AI is lacking in? Like, so, you know, I, I'm hearing that it can, it can make my product descriptions. It can make my, it can do the work up to a certain extent, but as at a certain, you know, point, your experience as a seller takes over. So what is that experience exactly? Like, what is the thing that, you know, I'm, if I'm a merchant, I need to be thinking about in my, in my head going, okay, this is that sense where I need to be original or that I, where I need to stand out on my own and not let, for example, the, the AI do that, that part. So it's not studying best-selling designs for you. It's not selling what's selling. It's not studying what's selling on shirts for you. It's popping out designs based on prompts and it's looking across the whole internet. It's not, Hey, look at just bestsellers you can find on Etsy and make me a shirt like that. That type of knowledge is something you need. I've even had like people like, Oh, well you can write your titles with AI. And I've tried all those. They're not titles that you're going to be found with. You have to know exactly what you're searching for to be able to get out those prompts. And even if you ask it to write me 10 SEO keywords um, that I can use in my Etsy listing, it's not studying any of the tools, at least not yet, to read and find you the low, low competition, high search ones. So I think just having that back knowledge of research is what it's missing. It's just looking on the internet as a whole. Do you think AI tools are more effective uh, for people who have, say, a standalone store or for people who sell on a marketplace or does it matter? I don't think it matters so much. I think as long as no matter what you're doing, you know the rules of the game without AI first, then you can leverage it in the right way. Right. There's been a lot of news uh, recently, uh, speaking of product descriptions, about search engines being able to adapt and, and get better at looking for AI-generated content. Um, is this something that you think merchants should be concerned about in the future, about possibly getting penalized for using AI tools uh, in their work? For example, like with using the SEO or, or trying to cheat the algorithm in general? Yeah, I think so. Like At any point... There is like this high debate if using AI is original work. Like even on Etsy, Etsy is supposed to be a handmade platform. And there is a very large argument out there about why is AI allowed? It is not original artwork. It is having a machine do the work for you. So I think there is that threat. And again, I think that's the threat to the people who are 100% relying on AI. I use AI to leverage and help my store, but you wouldn't look in my store and be like, this is all AI generated stuff. I've using AI to sometimes maybe help with that element, help me write a sentence, help me come up with an idea, but it's not, I've generated my photos, my design, my titles, my tags, everything. Um, yeah, and I think if you're using it as part of, part of your workflow, 
you can't get dinged against it versus, yeah, maybe if you're writing a blog that's fully AI generated, maybe in the future, Google's going to come for you if they decide they're not a fan of AI right now. What about when it comes to creating content or, or marketing products to an, to an audience? Uh, is there a way that sellers could be using AI for that? For sure. There's like, you can ask it to create you a Facebook ad. You can ask it to help you write your Google ad. And I think things like that can be really helpful. But again, back to the thing, you need to already understand this before asking AI to write it for you, because then you have no clue if AI created a good version for you. So I think if you already have the knowledge, you know what makes a good Facebook ad, then you can tailor whatever AI created for you to use that as your guideline and edit it to be even better. But if you don't know already and you just copy and paste the first thing that ChatGPT gave back to you, I don't think you're going to come out on top. Do you foresee any trends that uh, might be on the way regarding AI tools? I mean, I mean, it feels like every day now there's a, there's a new AI tool or extension that people can use. Uh, oh, do you see any trends of maybe a certain type of AI tool or maybe something that AI can do that is going to be popular for sellers in the future? I think one thing that I, I would actually love to see is like an editor where you could, if you make or have a certain photo, and I think this is actually coming out with Photoshop. Right now with AI and photos, you pretty much have to regenerate a whole photo versus I know I know there's tools out there already. Um, they've recently been announced, but I don't know the exact ones, which is like change your hair color, add her holding a tote bag, change her shirt to pink, um, which I could think could be very great if you say you took a photo of one of your designs on a white shirt and you wanted it on a sand shirt as well. You should be like, okay, put that on, change that photo, make it exactly the same, but give me a sand shirt. I think that's one that I would love to see out there, but it's hard to say trends. I've just seen AI coming out in everything in ways I never thought they would come out in. Like Canva just this week, had their second major AI overhaul, um, announcing a bunch of AI tools that I was like, I didn't even know I needed this, but it's really cool. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Um, before I let you go, what would you say to anyone in the print on demand game or anybody who's, who's selling stuff online, who's still in that whole old dogs, new tricks, you know what? Like I'm good at what I already do. I don't need this. Um, what, what do you say to people that who are using that as an excuse to not let AI into their daily routine? I can understand that you might be annoyed with other people using it, but again, you can leverage it in ways that isn't compromising what you feel the status is of your store. Like exactly how I mentioned, I use it to just write me text ideas for my shirt. I'm still creating my whole design, but sometimes I don't know what text to use. So I ask for funny puns using AI instead of just caught because That's one thing on Etsy and marketplaces and everywhere. Someone sees one funny text and everyone copies that text because no one's original enough to come up with a brand new text idea. Leveraging AI is something that's helped me a lot, but it's not something you'd ever look at my store and be like, this is all an AI generated store. So I think you can use it in ways that you find ethical and ways that it can still help you yet without you feeling like you're giving in. Um, but staying on top does help a lot. Like if I need a skeleton that's dancing and I can't find that anywhere and it's part of my design, I'll have mid journey help me create that. It's not my full design because that would be a horrible design, but I'm using it as part of my design instead. Um, 
And that helps me feel like I'm leveraging AI without abusing it. Well, hey, Christina, thanks so much for chatting with us today. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. It was lots of fun. This is Printing Profits. Hey, folks, thanks again for listening to Printing Profits. We'd like to thank Christina for coming back to the show and at the same time introduce you to the talented team behind this program. Executive producer, Laura Jalvite, Associate producer, Anita Njoki. Technical and video production, Emil Yassins and Valerius Olechno. Sound production, Christers Harmonis. And I'm Talish Suffer. See you next time.